So, good evening, everyone. I thought I'd ask for questions this evening. We had a bit of a technical discussion last night. And uh, either from that or from any of your other reading and thinking, we'll entertain questions this evening. Yes. Um, in the line coming directly from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, do we only have the the window of opportunity of Manjari and Priyamamra Saka, or is it wider than that? Mm-hmm. In one sense, it's wider than that, quite a bit wider than that. In another sense, it's narrower, but not that narrow. Go to the narrow side first, or say, let's go to the broad side first. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Swami Bhagavan, Sri Krishna. And, as we know, and so all the different avatars of the Godhead are contained within Swami Bhagavan. So with the presence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we have the presence of all possibilities, in a sense. We find amongst his associates that he had associates from Ram Leela and other Leelas, as an example. Mari Gupta was thought to be Hanuman himself, appearing in the Gaur Leela. Jagai and Madai were thought to be um, Jai and Vijay from the gates of Vaikuntha, an encore appearance after they had done their three births as demons. They got to be demons again for Gorlila, something like that. Uh, so, um, of course, this is dealing with the entourage of Mahaprabhu, hmm? his uh, close associates, and uh, and um, arguably, uh, as Narutam has said, all the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are netisiddhas. So, that's... Um, um, not the case for everyone else who's been touched by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but uh, his sampradaya, but neither, but also by his person. He went, for example, traveling in South India, hmm, and um, uh, didn't convert everyone to go to Vaishnavism. In some cases, he, for example, if, uh, Ram Das Vipra, he was very much pleased with his absorption in Ram Bhakti, and um, He's not thought to be an eternal associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but a, a, a sadhana siddha that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met. And uh, of course, he didn't show himself as Ram to him. But at any rate, the point I'm making is that there's the broader side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his wide dissemination of the Yuga Dharma, which consists of the chanting of the Holy Name. And particularly, he advocated the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And this is, in a broad sense, a very universal mantra. So I've heard the mantra chanted in a, a temple in South India where it was chanted 24 hours a day. And every time they said Ram, they were thinking of uh, Ram, Ram Chandra. Hmm. So it has different applications. We find in the, in the prayer of Raghunath Das Goswami to his Gurudev that he speaks of the name of Krishna and arguably the Maha Mantra as coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
In a particular way, he says, Nama Shrestam Apisachiputram. So, this is going to the narrow side, or the deeper side, I guess we could say, broad and deep, um, where he says that my Gurudev has given me uh, the son of... The, uh, by my Gurudev's grace, I've come in touch with the son of Sachi, and through him, the highest Nam Shrestam, the highest conception of the name. Hmm. So there are less high conceptions uh, of, the, of the holy name. And um, and from the broader perspective of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the Yuga Avatar, hmm, um, there's arguably the um, prospect of, through wide dissemination, Prabhupada was involved in this, very wide dissemination, very broad um, in his outreach. Um, for example, if he came to a place where there are lots of Ram Bhaktas, he'd say, well, you know, put a deity of Sitan Ram on the altar and let them chant Hare Krishna and go to Ayodhya. Hmm? Um, that was his uh, approach. And so, part of it, anyway, and the broad side of it. Hmm? So, the argument of Bhaktivinoda is that Basically, that Shankaracharya, you know, with the Buddha, Shankaracharya, Ramanuja, Madhva, hmm, and onward up to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all the prior speakers, if you will, and contributors prior to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are all like uh, second acts or something like that before the main act hmm, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, in Kali Yuga. They're all Kali Yuga appearances that I mentioned. Um, so some f- partial form of theism, and he gives the full-fledged form of theism, the deepest sense and and the broadest sense at the same time. So Bhaktivinoda's argument was that eventually the different sampradayas, say the Vaishnava sampradayas, like the Sri sampradaya of Ramanuja, the Madhva sampradaya, the Nimbarka Sampradaya, the uh, Vishnu Swami Sampradaya, they all come under the banner of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? the Yuga Avatar. Hmm? Now that hasn't happened. But as I've said before, in a sense it has happened. Hmm? In that these Sampradayas are getting energy from the Chaitanya Sampradaya, and in particular from our particular, our, our family, our community, the Bhakti Vinod Paribar, as, as uh, Bhakti Siddhanta referred to it, hmm? which has been instrumental in forging a uh, bridge from Gaudiya Vaishnavism of antiquity into uh, modernity and, and the world over through the work of uh, my uh, most uh, exalted and venerable Guru Mahajo, Vishnupad, Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So, again, he did a very broad outreach. Uh, we find in some places he installed deities of Sitin Ram, just to give a, an example. Hmm? Um, and so, in this broad outreach, what we see is that these other sampradayas have gained energy 
and credibility, notoriety, um, uh, a place, if you will, in the modern world due to the work of the Chaitanya Sampradaya and Prabhupada's work of building a bridge, if you will, from India to America that they have walked on. Hmm? Now, how much they'll recognize that or uh, you know, acknowledge that amongst them, it, it's, it's another thing, but I think it's quite clear, objectively speaking, that this is the case. I mean, in the academia is a good example where uh, decades past, any course on Hinduism ended up in Nirvishesh Brahma. That was what Hinduism was. And with Prabhupada's books being distributed as he insisted into the universities and so forth, and this phenomenon of young people on the streets with shaven heads, old people too, apparently, uh, <laughs> uh, then uh, uh, such a visible uh, group got a lot of uh, attention in good ways and bad ways, I suppose, but they got attention, like I call them spiritual terrorists. So in the beginning, you know, you do whatever to get attention to your cause. And we terrorize some people on the streets, no doubt. Um, um, but attention was gained, and, you know, and, and the good of that is that, that the forms of Vaishnava Vedanta have made got a foothold in academia. And now there are scholars studying Gaudiya Vaishnavism and Balabha Vaishnavism and Sri Vaishnavism and, and so forth. And, um, and it's quite uh, considerably more diversified in terms of what is taught as the goal of, of, of Hinduism. It doesn't all end in Nirvishesh Brahma. Hmm? Um, there are a number of Ramanuja temples here serving Hindu communities and uh, um, there are some academics who became involved in the Balva Sampradaya through our Sampradaya. Hmm? Practically any Western person, I mean 99.9% of them who are involved in any form of Vaishnavism came through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's tradition. And while uh, some members of those different traditions may not give the credit that's due. Um, it's an undeniable fact. I've told the story of the guy who was a devotee of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism and then he left, frustrated with uh, some of the policies and whatnot, and uh, ended up joining the Sri Sampradaya. And then when he went to try to get into the capital, at Sri Rangam, the temple, they wouldn't let him in because he wasn't a Hindu. They said, only Hindus can come in. He said, no, I'm a Hindu. And he pulled out his badge or whatever and his letter of initiation from the Sri Sampradaya, and they said, no, 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 you can't come in. So he was so flustered that out of kind of habit from the past, he said, Hare Krishna. They said, oh, Hare Krishna, you can come in. <laughs> so you can come in. Hare Krishna can come. Hmm? So... Uh, <laughs> It's a funny example, but uh, there, there are a number of them. There are some devotees, some disciples of Prabhupada, hmm, who were collected up by Prabhupada, dusted off, taught in a general way about Gaudiya Vaishnavism, and found themselves attracted to Sri Vaishnavism. Hmm. 
and made a connection in Sri uh, Vaishnava Sampradaya with sadhus there and are pursuing that, hmm, really, more than they are uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And, and um, there's a number of them. Not a large number, but some. So, and then there are a lot of persons, of course, influenced by Gaudiya Vaishnavism and our Paribar in particular that really don't know where they're going. Hmm? Whether they're going in a narrow or deeper sense or in a broader sense. They don't know that much about the Prayogen possibilities and so forth. Uh, so, we'll see what happens. But um, there is an argument for the broader side of Chaitanya Vaishnavism and um, and by and how by being connected with it you're open you, you, you stepped into a, a world of possibilities because again Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is who he is he's Swami Bhagavan Vaidhi Bhakti is quite uh, generous attainment of Vaikuntha is quite easy compared to Rag Bhakti Rag Bhakti is said to be easier but it's not easy to get eligibility for it hmm? to get the taste um, once you have the, it's easy because once you have the taste, well then you're driven by the taste. That's why rag bhakti is said to be easier and faster. Hmm? But if you are on the rag mark by it, by knowledge rather than by taste, then you're what we call an ajataruchi rag bhakti. You're you're there, but you haven't got a t- t- taste hasn't been born in you yet. So you have your goal fixed up theoretically where you're going and so forth. Hmm? So at any rate. Um, there's a broad side. And so if we look at it from that angle, we could say there are a number of possibilities. The peculiarities of the Rag Marg are what they are. It's more of a narrow focus and it penetrates deeper. Hmm? And this in particular, these are the, the gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu given to the world is Unatojvala, in the words of Rupa Goswami, unata, unata ujvala, rasa, rasa. Ujvala means mother rasa, is the term Rupa Goswami is used to describe in detail Madhuri rasa in his book Ujvala Nilmani. Hmm? Ujvala Nilmani, Nilmani means blue jewel. Hmm? So the blue sapphire, the brilliant blue sapphire of. of uh, uh, romantic love. Hmm? Um, so, unata ujvala is a special kind of ujvala rasa, and this is the ujvala rasa of the Goswamis, Rupa Goswami, Jiva Goswami, and so many in our paribar, uh, or in our whole Nagodi lineage. Hmm? This unata ujvala rasa. This is said to be what, in, in the highest reach, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to benedict the world with the opportunity for. It corresponds with what he's about. He came to taste the love of Radha. Would you like to taste the love of Radha? You cannot become Radha. To some extent, he could become. But there's a way in which you can taste the Bhava of Radha by way of attaching yourself to Radha as a handmaiden, that is called the Manjari Bhav, like the Manjari is attached at the end of the 
to the plant. So Radha's like the plant, something like that. Hmm. You water the plant, and the, the manjaris, the blossoms, are are nourished. So, so that said, hmm, that's the meaning of Rupa Goswami's verse. Same time, Krishna Das Kaviraj explains the verse and mentions that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to distribute the four bhavas of Braj. That means Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, and Madhurya. So different devotees will argue about what, what's the significance of that, what's, what's the meaning of that. Hmm? Um, and I've argued uh, that that these four are divided into two. Hmm? They, these four. Madhurya Rasa is also known, and there are departments of it, but it's known as Kamarup. And the Manjari Bhav is a type of Kamarupa. Hmm? Kamarupa Bhakti. And then Dasya, Sakya, and Vatsalya of Braj are known as Samandarup Bhakti. So the four have now been divided into two. Hmm? And while Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to taste Radha's love and the overflow of that, if you will, um, assisted so well as he was by the Goswamis and who, who and, and empowered as they were by him, this flow of Madhuri Rasa, of, 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 of uh, Manjari Bhav is is, is um, prominent, to say the least. But we know that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is accompanied by his other self, Nityananda Prabhu, who has done more than anyone to spread Krishna consciousness and bring attention to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and make it possible for anyone to attain Manjari Bhav. You have to go through Nityananda Prabhu hmm, to attain it. Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami himself says, by the, in the fifth chapter, of Chaitanya Charitamrita, he, he makes the point that by, it's by the, only by the mercy of Nityananda that I was able to come to the lotus feet of, 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 of Rupa Goswami, Rupa Manjari. So, Narutam prays in this way, Arkabenitai Chander Karanohibe Chahabe. With this in place, the mercy of Nityananda, Sangsara removed, enter Vrindavan there, Rupa Raghunathapade. Yeah, yeah. So, come in touch with Rupa and Raghunath. Rup and Rati, Manjari. So, so he is, as I said, he started the Sampradaya before the Goswami's books were ever written. Uh, Mahaprabhu taught to chant Krishna Nam, he said, chant Gornam. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught to worship Krishna, he said, worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So he just came out and started. His own associates, the Dwadasa Gopal, began initiating and starting a sampradaya before the architect of the sampradaya was even hired. Hmm? Sanatana Goswami was hired hmm, and appointed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the architect. So he was to give the, the, the etiquette, hmm? uh, what are the mantras for the sampradaya, what are the procedures, how you all the, perform the different rituals and the decorum, everything, hmm? all the details there. Uh, the teachings uh, of uh, Ut- Uttambhakti, given by Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Um, so these Goswamis, but Sanatana was the, is the elder of them in, in New Orleans. I call him the architect of the Sampradaya. So he was hired by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
you're hired. Hmm? Now do this. Before, before that happened, Nityananda was just taking a piece of scratch paper and drawing it up. Here it is. You know, we're going to start it. Hmm? And his uh, followers, they went out and started uh, initiating hmm? and uh, opening centers in Bengal. Hmm? These are the original lineages of Gaudi Sampradaya. Hmm? And uh, they were influenced by Nityananda Prabhu. They, are the Dwaras, they were the Dwarasa Gopals. They were the Dwarasa Gopals, and then there was the Upa Gopals, who were secondary Gopals under them. Hmm? And these helped uh, great devotees, like Uddharanadatta was one of the Dwarasa Gopals, and others, they had their, their lineage, their seats of centers, Krishna, original Krishna conscious preaching centers, if you will. And um, and they're prominent. I mean, the, the line of Raghunath Das Goswami that leads to you know the, uh, the 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 Babaji sector that presides, if you will, over Radha Kund. It starts with Dhananjaya Pandit. He's one of the Dwadasa Gopals, hmm? Asaka. Hmm? So that's an interesting point to bring up, of course. So. Um, um, what we see is for about two and a half generations or so that this Sakyarasa influence w- had considerable uh, place and prominence and in time that prominence faded and there are different ways to think about that and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you some of mine uh, ways of thinking about it but the point I'm making is that Nityananda Prabhu comes with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he comes to assist Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? This is what he comes for. This is mentioned very clearly in all the texts. Uh, you know, some, Prabhupada obviously said he was in Sakyarasa. Some people have to turn him into a Manjari. Well, it gets worse than that. Some people have to turn Nityananda Prabhu into a Manjari as well. Hmm? And say, actually, he's the combined incarnation of, of, of Baladeva and Ananga Manjari, and really he's a Manjari. And uh, so these are much later, later, later things. I mean, books even from the from the from the nineteenth century hmm, that are quoted hmm, that have nothing to do with what Krishna's Kaviraj is, is writing, for example, at length about Nityananda Prabhu. There's not a hint. Of that now, it's true that Baladev has a Shakti Tattva manifestation that is Nandananga Manjari in the Leela that is the the younger sister of of Radharani. Hmm, that's a fact. But it's not that just as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to the world to taste the love of Radha, Baladev has come to the world to taste the love of Ananga uh, Manjari. It, it doesn't that doesn't make any sense. There's a reason that Krishna had to make a special arrangement. Hmm? There's no reason for Baladev to have to make that arrangement. He has a Shakti Tattva who's tasting, through that form, is already tasting Madhurya Bhava hmm? in Golok. Hmm? So, and we won't go into it at length, but um, we, we we connect ourselves with the, you know with, with with Chaitanya Charitamrita Chaitanya Bhagwat these core texts who defined 
principally who everybody is, what their comp- contribution is, and so forth. So, uh, the main purpose of Nityananda is the same purpose that Baladev has. Hmm? Balaram is the servitor personality of Godhead. Hmm? trying to serve Krishna in, in every way. And Nityananda Prabhu is trying to serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in every way. And so he's trying to bring people to him, the gift that he has. He, he's, he's making it possible for people to get that gift. But in the course of doing that, what we see is some people become attached to Nityananda Prabhu and his influence. And his influence didn't change. So he had he was full with Sakyabhav. Hmm? In the Leela, it's a very apparent. Hmm? It's pointed out by everyone. Hmm? So you can't be around a person like that uh, and not be influenced. You might be influenced. Of course, they're all. We we're talking about eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but not everybody's an eternal associate. And so, there's a powerful influence of Sakyarasa, and even initi- formal initiation going on into Sakyarasa. Later, the theology of the Goswamis came, and Rupa Goswami's verse that I cited, for example, and others pointing to the furthest reach of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about and how, in a way, it's being made available to others. Hmm? So, these two influences are very central to Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Why the Sakyaras influence has receded to the background in my opinion, has to do with the fact that the entire essence of the Sampradaya over time receded to the background. And, you know, it's not a hard thing to imagine. I mean, we see this happening all the time. I remember myself uh, years ago when I was thinking, something's wrong here, and I hadn't left the, the other institution that I had joined. And, and I had to think to myself, my, what I, the conclusion I'm coming to here is rather radical, but then again, it happens all the time in other religious traditions. I would be foolish to think that it's, it couldn't happen in mine. Indeed, there's a history of it happening, and we hearken back to Bhakti Vinod and his revolutionary preaching, and he was called by some the seventh Goswami, and he kind of refocused what Gaudiya Vaishnavism is about. He himself testified that he didn't have much regard for it hmm, in the way it was being represented. Not that there weren't real Gaudiyas, sadhus, and so forth, but the standard fare of representation was lacking and, and much less than compelling. It said if a Gaudiya person came to your door begging, you'd give him some fruit and send them away. There was nothing to listen to him, what he, what he had to say. Hmm. That were, were what the common or the, the educated Hindu, would, how they would think about such people. Hmm? So Bhaktivinoda kind of refocused Gaudiya Vaishnava, wrote many, many books, and again, as we said earlier, interfaced with the modern world, and here we are, and so forth. Hmm? Um, so when the essence of the tradition gets obscured to some extent, then it takes on, it has a spiritual appearance, but at its core it can be materialistic. And it happens, you know, in, to, to, to uh, institutions, it happens to individuals. Hmm? And you go through the motions and you see people on Facebook 
lashing out at the Pope or something, you know, in the name of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He's a demon. You know, I saw this. What's wrong with these people? You know, what does it have to do with Gaudiya Vaishnavism? Uh, um, so people get tied into it psychologically in some way and uh, and it works with them materially. Maybe they're, you know, they're set up, it's working and so they don't want to rock the boat and, and um, it gets from revolutionary and experiential to kind of churchy and more institutional and uh, these kind of things happen. Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasattaku formed the first modern institution and he, he himself um, made this point that institutions can end up getting in the way. Um, but it happens to individuals also. That's why we need real sadhus. Keep coming around, shaking up the uh, uh, shaking, shaking everybody up and speaking about it in a different way, maybe using a little different vocabulary, whatever, and trying to get people to refocus on the essential message. Hmm? This is the work of the sadhus of the Guru Parampara. So uh, there's always something to do. Hmm? I had thought, and I've said it before, years and years and years ago, if Gaudiya Vaishnavism spreads far and wide in America, boy, there'll be a lot of preaching to do because there'll certainly be a lot of misrepresentation. It'll be like India, hodgepodge of ideas of half-baked, half-truths of Gaudiya Vaishnavism mixed up with something else. And you see it happening you know, at this time, not that it's taking over the world, but it, but it is more widespread, touched more people by now than it did when Prabhupada was here, and, and there's an awful lot of confusion about what it is. Hmm. So, so this happened to the Sampradaya to some extent, and it's crude, but uh, my uh, sense is that so many Sankhiras lineages established by the followers of Nityananda Prabhu, suddenly each of the Dwadasa Gopals happens to have a Manjari Swarup as well. Hmm. It's not mentioned anywhere in, in by Kavi Karnapur, who listed who all the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were in Krishna Leela. It's not in any book, but somebody in the lineage suddenly decided Manjari Bhav seems to be the you know that's selling more. That's you know that's what people want. You know, so suddenly Dhananjaya Pandit's got a got a Manjari Swarup, and Goridas Pandit's got a Manjari Swarup, and and uh, I mean, you could call it the the realization, the insights of the group. But they say they say, you know, Nityananda Prabhu, the closest of Mahaprabhu. You don't think he he would get the gift of Mahaprabhu of Manjari Bhav? Hmm? He would be kept out. No. And the next thing you know, you keep reading, and Chet and Nityananda Prabhu is Radha. Hmm? Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi was so much against this. I've seen it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so these these things uh, go on, and um, and so I think for uh, reasons of this nature, which are uh, unbecoming, this Sakharas was pushed um, to to the background. It'll always have a kind of a secondary place in 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 a sense. Um, Nityananda was assisting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm. so like. If we have influence of Sakyarasa, it's not like we're out everybody promoting everybody. We, we promote what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about. Hmm? Of course, we make emphasis that this is a possibility because people argue against that it's not. 
that Sagaris is not a possibility of Gaudiya Vaishnava. So we had to say something. If they wouldn't do that, well, we just go about our bhajan and promote overtly what Nityananda Prabhu himself promoted. And if in the course of that someone has insight into your own reality, like Prabhupada's reality, that's why we brought out, for example, oh my friend, that that's this reality, his inner reality that he himself spoke about, it should be known. And so here it is again, a big current, a wave of Sakyarasa. Um, so now that said, um, Sakyarasa has different divisions. So I say, and 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 it's part of Samandarupa, as I said, Bhakti, because I've taken the four, Dasisakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya, Braj, and turned it into two, in the forms of Kamarupa and Samandarupa. So I want to say the Samandarupa. Samanda. Samanda means relationship. So you can have a relationship with Krishna as a, as a, as a parent. You can have a relationship with Krishna as a friend. You can have a relationship with Krishna as a servant, but you can't have a relationship with Krishna as a paramour lover. Not on the surface, anyway. That's a secret thing in the Braj. Do you understand? So in the Braj Leela, that's not a possibility of a relationship. That doesn't exist. That's illegal. Hmm? You understand? It's not allowed. Hmm? So it's not an official relationship that you can have with Krishna. Hmm? It Therefore, it's called Kamarupa, just out of desire, or apparent, apparent lust, which is actually love. And it's a, it's a secret affair. It's underneath the surface. Everybody knows about it, but everybody's pretending it's not happening. Uh, and everybody wants it to happen. Everybody wants Radha to meet with Krishna, even Jatila, even Kutila, the mother-in-law, the sister-in-law of Radharani, even Radharani's so-called husband, who's a manifestation of Krishna. But for Leela, this illusion is created. They, and they are married. They are, everyone belongs to Krishna. Swakya means belonging. But there's an illusion of, of, of not belonging, and it creates a risk element. And this makes, makes for the exciting intrigue of the Braj Leela. So there's the Samandarupa and the uh, Kamarupa. And then to follow that is the Samandanuga or Kamanuga, to follow either of those influences um, or uh, forms of love in the Ragmarg, hmm. in the Braj. So both of these are being distributed. So the, all the four are being covered in, in, in that way. But but because Nityananda Prabhu is in Sakiras mixed with Dasiras and Vatsalyaras. Hmm? So everything's covered in Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And then the fourth kind of sakas are the Priyanarma sakas, whose love, their sakiras is mixed with Madhurya rasa. Hmm? So there's obviously plenty of room for that influence because there's so much Madhurya rasa uh, uh, in the Sampradaya, so much of that, that influence. Hmm? But arguably, and we find it, other forms of sakiras also. Um, amongst the Duada Sukhapals, they're not all Priyanarma sakas. Hmm? And there's an 18th, I think, 18th century um, text, Bhakti, Preo Bhakti Rasarnava, hmm? 18th century text, 
um, all about the uh, uh, the love of of Sudama, hmm? one of that one of the priya sakas means pure sakiras, not mixed with anything. There's sakiras mixed with da- sakiras mixed with dasya. Mix means sankul. Kebal means exclusive. So sankul, you have the primary rasa, and some sakiras in this case mixed with dasya. Then you have the sakiras mixed with Vatsalya. Then you have Sakiras pure. And Sakiras mixed with Madhurya. Hmm? That's the Priyanarma. Hmm? And that's that's a very high reach of Sakiras, which exceeds in excellence, if you will, in spiritual excellence and intimacy, Vatsalya rasa, where ordinary Sakiras does not. Hmm? The other forms of Sakiras do not. Um, so, but some of the Dwarasa Gopals were Priyanarma Sakas. Some were other forms of sakas. The whole, I believe, of the um, uh, sakiras possibilities are found there. So, arguably, Nityananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, these are the samasti gurus, hmm? the macrocosmic gurus of Gaudiya Sampradaya. And then you have many vyasti local representations, like the microscopic, microscopic, macrocosmic, and micro, microcosmic. Hmm? Uh, representation, so you know they're bringing the influence. It's it, it's there. Arguably, some instance of Vatsalya Rasa could pop up, hmm? um, and there there are some very. I mean, there are some in the stories, in the oral tradition, and so forth. Um, but there's no systematic teaching about it. Hmm? Um, there is a systematic teaching about Manjari Bhav and songs sung in that. And there is a systematic teaching for Sakiras also. Hmm? The literature is not as extent, hmm, but there are some examples. The, 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 the manuscript of Prayobhakti Rasarna, what I just mentioned, is, is a good one. It survived, you know, here into the... It was written in the what, 18th century, hmm? We have, oh, my friend, you know, in the, in the 20, what are we, in the 21st century? In the 21st century, so it's alive and well. And uh, so this is the more narrow or deep focus of Gaudi Vaishnav. It takes one to Braj, and in the Braj, this involvement with the, 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 the uh, yeah, intrigues of... Radha and Krishna's affairs, particularly the Prinarm Sakas, privy to that. Sakiras is 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 favorable to uh, uh, Madhurya Ras. Batsalaras is not favorable to it. Hmm? Dasiras not favorable to it. So these two they work together, and we have Gornatinanda. So a good argument can be made that these these are the windows of opportunity that are really being presented. But in the broader sense, of course, hmm? yes, Rupa Goswami wrote a book. Vaidhi Bhakti and Rag Bhakti and and so on and so forth and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the Yuga Avatar and all the avatars are present within him and it's possible that you can take to Gaudiya Vaishnavism by way of chanting Hare Krishna following Vaidhi Bhakti as given in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and wanting to go to Vaikuntha and go there and attain what What's desirable in the Ramanuja Sampradaya? I've given an example. Even in the Ramanuja, I can, I've been to two Ramanuja temples, one in Vrindavan and one in South India, where they chant Hare Krishna 24 hours a day. Hmm? 
It's mentioned in the Upanishads as the remedial measure uh, for the Kali Yuga. Itisodasakam namna namnam kalikalmashanashanam sabhabedeshudushite Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Kali Santaran Upanishad. Brahma's answer to Nard. Or is it? Yeah, Brahma's answer to Nard. What will, how will people be delivered in Kali Yuga? This is how. Hmm? By chanting the Mahamantra. So, Mahabharu appropriately is, this is, there he is. Who else is doing that? Hmm? Right? Another way of establishing his divinity. From the Upanishads, it said, this is the mantra for the deliverance in Kali Yuga. He's the one who's championed it, no one else, really. Hmm? And um, taught his followers to chant it and so on. So I think there's an argument for a broader reach and then uh, for a, a deeper reach. The deeper reach is, is more the core of what, you know, Gaudiya Vaishnavism as a lineage, as a Sampradaya is about because we have the external side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or the internal side. Hmm. And, you know, if he's our deity, we're going to go to the internal side and and be obviously be acquainted with that. If, if not, that's not our interest, then he can help us to attain some other ideal. More readily, the argument would be, than anyone else can. Hmm? So what if you're initiated in the Ramanuja Sampradaya? Doesn't mean you can get into the Sri Rangam temple, but Hare Krishna, <laughs> you can get in. <laughs> Something like that. Does that help? Yes, um, just one follow-up. It seems in the writings of Bhaktivedanta Swami that this emphasis on absolute complete selflessness which is the characteristic of the Manjari uh, Bhav and the uh, you know Pri and Arma Sakas that they're just just completely subordinate is is really an emphasis mm-hmm. so that was the nature of my question is, you know that you said the core the, the internal uh reason for Shaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance um, seems to be centered in that in that way that, the, that that complete absolute selfless service is the ideal you know it begins with Prahlad in terms of selfless service and um, in Prahlad we find no selfishness no material selfishness and then we go up on a ladder of spiritual selfishness or a spiritual sense of identity that's different hmm, from Bhagwan, for example. In the Braj, the identity of the devotees is not different from Krishna. Krishna is one of them. He's a Brajbasi. We're Brajbasis. We're, we're, we're the same. Hmm? In Sakiras, they're equals. Hmm? Um, you take Madhurya Rasa. In Madhurya Rasa we have Samartharati, uh, what is Sadarana, and Samanjisa. Hmm? Madhurya Rasa. So the, 
the Samanjasa is the love of the queens in Dwarka for Krishna. In their love for Krishna, there is a sense of self hmm? and a sense of selflessness in their love. Hmm? Uh, it's, it's, it's mixed. The love of Kubja, which is Sadaran ordinary, hmm? has a lot of selfish interest in it. Hmm? The Gopi Samartharati is characterized by not having their self-interest is Krishna's interest. They have no self hmm? separate from Krishna. They have no self separate from Krishna. Whatever is his interest, desire, that's their desire. Hmm? So there's a level, if you will, of a gradation of spiritual selfishness. The example sometimes I give is that of Rukmini, who, who couldn't cross over the Vedic Dharma and just run off with Krishna because it was against the rules. Hmm? And if she went against the rules, that would be bad for her. Hmm? And she would be irreligious. And so, so she has an identity there that's, that's grounded in, 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 in the text in a way that the gopi's identity is not. I mean, she went as far as she could. She got a Brahmin, wrote him a note, wrote Krishna a note, said, give this to Krishna, tell him to get me out of here. Do a, you know, a Gandharva you know, wedding where you come in and sweep me away at the, at the, at the altar and, you know, and uh, take me for your own, something like that. This is what Rukmini wrote. But she wasn't ready to just split hmm, from the wedding and just run off with Krishna. But the gopis, of course, they're ready to cross over the Vedic dharma and the law. That's the whole idea of parakya. They didn't give it a second thought to that. And all the people of Braj, they they have there's they have no self in as much as again Krishna is is completely one with them. Even in Dwarka, Krishna is not one with the gopis with 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 the, with the inhabitants there. He's not. They know. Hmm? I mean, at night, Krishna's sleeping in the palaces of his queens, and at times he calls out, Nanda, Jashoda, Lalita, Vishaka, Subal, Radha. Hmm? So he, they have nothing to do with that place. They have nothing to do with the Braj. Hmm? But he does. You see? So they're not one with him in all respects. Now you could say it the other way around. The gopis have nothing to do with Dwarka, but... But but Krishna's not in Vrindavan going to sleep at night calling out Rukmini, you know. Mm-hmm. So 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 he's there. Hmm? I mean they they kind of know. He's here, but he's not here. He's not really here. He's more somewhere else. But he's somewhat here, and he's so good that even having him somewhat here is uh, is, is 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 satisfying. Hmm? So this is to give you an example. So the people of Braj they're one with him. They're what make they're they are him. Hmm? In other words, they are an embodiment of love that he is the object of, that he corresponds with. So I am Bhagawan. So without them he doesn't exist. Hmm? Without him, they have no existence. This is Beda Ved, Chintya Beda Ved. Hmm? So this is so in this sense they have no separate existence. And in the Rag Marg, this distance between worshipper and the worshipped hmm, 
hmm, is bridged. Hmm? So worship is one thing, love is another. Hmm? In love, the object of love and the love become one. Hmm? There's no distance, difference. Therefore, Radharani, in, in the pen, through the pen of of um, um, the Kavi Karnapur, the great and glorious Kavi Karnapur, says, "Those who say I love you know nothing about love, because when you say I love you, there's you and there's me, and love is about becoming one." Hmm? This is Advaigyan. This is what Bhagavatam is about. Advaigyan tattva. Tattvadanti tattva vidas tattvadyagyanam advayam. The Bhagavatam is about Advaigyan non-dual consciousness, non-dual awareness. Huh? Yeah, well, this is the dynamic form of it. Hmm? When you say, I love you, then there's you and there's me. And that's, that, there's no love in that. Hmm? Love is about the two becoming one. Hmm? So this is the Braj Bhakti. Hmm? No selfishness there. So from Prahlad we begin. Hmm? No material selfishness. That has to be in place. But yes, and the, and the example of the gopis and, 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 and the sakis, it is said amongst the sakis, Radha and Krishna cannot have their union without them. Hmm? They're an essential ingredient. Radha and Krishna cannot have this uh, full experience of union where, where Radha does, loses her identity and Krishna loses his identity. It becomes a blur. Hmm? This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. This is, this is blurred. This is, you find this in Ramananda, Ramananda Samvad. Hmm? You, this is what the uh, Dhamma of Goswami's verse is about. Radha Krishna Pranay Bhakti Ladini Shakti Rasmad. This is the Pranay of Madhurya Rasa. I said the other day, Pranay is, uh, is, a, is, a, is a development of the Stai Bhav in Sakiras and in Madhurya Rasa. In, in Sakiras, it comes before Prem, hmm? a sense of 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 equality and hmm, your body is my body, hmm? something like that. Hmm? In Madhurya Rasa, it comes after Prem, after Sneha, before Man, and after Man. Hmm? Or it can come, yeah. So, and then in the highest sense, this Pranay, Radha Krishna Pranay, Vikritir Ladini Shakti Rasmad. This is Supramana Goswami's verse found in Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the in the in the Mongol Charan. There, Radha Krishna Pranay. This what this Pranay is talking about. This Radha and Krishna are Krishna is one. He becomes two. The two become one. As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What's being discussed there is the full phase of the of the unity of love. Hmm? This is the this is the, this the poem of of um, Ramananda Roy. Mahaprabhu said, "Say more, say more, say more," and he asked him in the beginning, "Whatever you say, support it with the scriptures." 
And what did he say in the end? I can say more, but I can't support it with the scriptures. Hmm? Say it. Whoa. Mahaprabhu said. Say it. Hmm? Then he wrote this poem. He said that spoke this poem. That is, what is he saying here? This is what he's talking about. This kind of pranai that's in Rupa Goswami's, in, in, in <laughs> Sri Ramana Goswami's verse that the Krishna Rash Goswami cites. And there is a melting of the two. Hmm? Radha thinks she's Krishna, Krishna thinks she's Radha, they don't know. Hmm? This is love. So to say, I love you, they know nothing about love. Hmm? This is Radha's statement. Hmm? So, um, in order for them to achieve that, Chaitanya Charitamrita clearly teaches, there has to be some, there are some assisting uh, players that make it possible. Hmm? He says the Sakis. He uses the word sakhi. So he's referring to Priya Sakis, uh, really, uh, ultimately, Manjaris, arguably, um, sakhi, the sakhi bhav of, of the Priya Narmas. Rupa Goswami is called their, those, those friends of Krishna, uh, defined their love as sakhi bhav. Hmm? That's, uh, the, speaking about the Madhuri element. So they're involved in all these things, the intrigues, the sending the messages, making it possible for the meetings, pacifying Radha, hmm? um, when she when she won't, you know, give Krishna audience and so on and so forth. Subal is the best at, at that in everybody of everybody in the Braj, for example. So the it, therefore in Rupa Goswami says there's nothing that he you know, there's nowhere that he cannot participate. I mean, Rupa Goswami has a verse of him at night taking Krishna out. Hmm? Hmm? To, to find Radha. Hmm. Most of the cowards are asleep. Zubal's out at night. Hmm. And says, you wait here. He goes and finds Radha. Hmm. Come and follow me. And her handmaiden puts her hand on Zubal's shoulder. Hmm. And Radha puts her hand on the other shoulder. And he's going to guide them through the night to meet with, with Radha. So these are special kinds of friends of Krishna. And it's... A, it's it, it, arguably, that love, without these two groups, gopis and the Purinarmas, that union, it can't uh, can't be fully realized. Hmm? So, this is the, the, the deeper and narrow hmm, focus of uh, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? And yes. Um, the gopis love, I mean, it's very much brought out there in Chaitanya Charitamrita that they only, the only reason that they relish the bliss of their engagement is because they know it will please Krishna if they do that. Otherwise, they have no interest in that. Hmm? This emphasis is, 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 is made strongly, especially in, 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 in the case of the Gopis, but it's the whole of the Braj, and but there too, uh, a uh, extreme, no spiritual selfishness, even self identity. Hmm? So, again, the different ways in which to say that they have no, se- no separate identity. Obviously, they know I'm a coward, I'm a gopi, hmm? but he's also one of us, so there's no, there's no separation, there's no worshipable object there that's different. Hmm? 
as you can find on, uh, on down the ladder, if you will, to, to Mathura, to Dwarka, to Ayodhya, to Baikuntha, and so forth. Yes. So this most intimate uh, window of opportunity, is that available anywhere else except coming from Lord Chaitanya? No, it's not. It's not available anywhere else. And in no other, except in his men, other Kali Yugas when... Only Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, wherever he comes, however... Uh, that's his, his special, special specialities. Uh, there are other ragmark sampradayas like the Balab sampradaya, like the Nimbarka sampradaya. But they're, the Nimbarkas, they don't accept parakya in Golok. So they're swakya bodies. And the Balabas, they have some emphasis on Vatsali Ras and some emphasis on some form of Madhurya Ras, but not like, not like the Godias. And where is the Sakya Rasa? What's the highest limit of uh, in the other Kali Yugas through the dispensation of of uh, chanting the holy name? Well, it's thought that uh, this is uh, uh, Taraka Brahmanam, so deliverance to Vaikuntha, Yuga Dharma. If you take out the internal reasons for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance and you just take the Yuga Avatar side, then You've got uh, chanting for deliverance from material existence, and some people chant for that purpose, to attain Vaikuntha. Hmm? If you have Krishna coming in the person of the Yuga Avatar, and uh, the special form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then there's more to be had. Hmm? This is a it's talked about in this way as a rare opportunity, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. I was wondering, did the Velvacharya appear just to get a Vatsali Ras because we can't really apply it to the Gaudiya line? Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting question. Um, you know, Balabacharya is connected to the Vishnu Swami Sampradaya and the famous commentator Sridhar Swami of antiquity that Mahaprabhu appreciated. Um, you know, I don't know much about Balabhacharya other than what our lineage's perspective on him is. I think in Bhakti Ratnakar, which is one of our texts, a historical type of text, um, it says that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu blessed Balabha to have his own lineage. Mm. And Chaitanya Charitamrita is depicted as in Puri as kind of like a, a a duck amongst swans, not quite fitting in with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates. Still, Garadhar shows him grace and gives him Radha Krishna mantra. So, from our perspective, there's some Gopi Bhav available in Balabha Sampradaya because of the connection with Garadhar Pandit, who did that in the mood of Rukmini, who is. Chandravali in Dwarkalila, and Chandravali is prominent in the Balabhasambradaya. It's thought that Vitala, the son of 
and successor of Balabha was an incarnation of Chandravali. It's pretty prominent, and she's not. She's prominent in our sampradaya, but in a you know in a negative way. <laughs> right. So there's a famous story of Raghunathas Goswami. One gopi village girl is coming and saw him and offered some yogurt. And he said, oh, that's very nice. I haven't seen you before. What village are you coming from? So I'm coming from Saki Sali. That's the village of Chandra. He says, no, thank you. I won't take anything from that village. So um, it's a little different. Uh, in his commentary on the 10th canon of Bhagavatam, I studied it once. Well, the Raspanchajai, there's no mention of Radha. Um, they're not against Radha, but their 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 focus is is, is is somewhat different. And if you so if you get Radha Krishna mantra from Gadadhar when he's in the mood of Rukmini in 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 in, in Jagannath Puri makes sense. Spiritual sense. Also otherwise the Vatsalya is very prominent there. Hmm. And um so we recommend go there. Mahaprabhu blessed him to have a sampradaya for Vatsali Rasa. Mm. He's a contemporary. Rupa Goswami has honored him in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. After he finishes his section on Vaidhi Bhakti, he says, and there's another group that does something like this. They call it Mariada. Hmm? It's more or less the same. And at the end of his rag, his description of Raghunuga Sadhana Bhakti says, and there's another group, they do it. And they call it Pushti Marg. These are the names for Vaidhi and Raghunuga in the Balabha Sampradaya. But I'm not an expert on the Balabha Sampradaya. It's hard enough to be an expert on the, on the Gaudiya Sampradaya. <laughs> but that's, those are some facts. And so, you know, he was there intermingling with Mahaprabhu's associates. There are historical accounts of that, and Rupa Goswami's statements testify to that as well, and, and they were amicable, it would appear. There are some, of course, Krishna Daskaviraj doesn't make it to be the most, appear to be the most amicable, but um, so he's there to give about Salirast. Yeah, why not? Yes. Okay, to, to talk about another sampradaya, I have to understand that in Barakas, because I think Bhaktivinoda Kosa today, one two of the points that coming from them is the appreciation of Radha. And I think, you know, I've heard you say in Sanat Kumar Sanita that uh, they glorify like the Mandri Bar while they discuss that. I don't, know, I don't know if they're in pursuance of that, I've never heard that, or they're just highlighting it or something. I don't know enough about the Dimbarkis. I mean, they're, 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 their philosophy is Dwaita Dwaita. Ours is Achintya Dwaita Dwaita. Mm. The difference is that the, they say sometimes it's one, sometimes different. We say one and different at the same time. It's a big difference with little word, Achintya. Mm. As far as Bhava goes, um, they don't accept parakya, so I don't know how they could embrace Sanat Kumar Samhita's descriptions of uh, Manjari Bhav that Rupa Goswami uh, draws from. Hmm? Um, that said, the Kumaras are the founder of that Sampradaya, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Rupa Goswami glorifies them. Hmm? We sing it every morning. Sanat, sanat, sanatana. 
Barnita Charite, even Sanak and Sanatomir, because there's a reference to um, Sanatkumar Samhita, glorifying the love of Radha and Krishna. Yeah, so I don't know enough about it, uh, but I mean, exactly as I say, they don't, they may be, they may be except some idea of mon, type of Manjari Bhav, but if it's not uh, Parakya. Hmm? And so their attainment would be a little off-center from, from Gokul. There are many windows and departments, if you will, in, in Golok. Hmm? So they're in a slightly different department. They think Radha and Krishna are married. Jiva Goswami wrote about that. Hmm? So they have some prominence in, in Vrindavan, and scholars too. So... Some argument for a swakya, and then you could have, you know, married, married Radha could have could have manjaris, but if there's no parakya, then it's, it's different when, when Mahaprabhu was giving. Yes. It seems like in the Gopal Champu, the Jiva Goswami doesn't accept the parakya. It seems like that in his Brahma Samhita commentary too. It seems like that in his Ujbal Nilmani commentary too. It seems like that in his Brahma Samhita commentary, Kramsam Darbha and and um, Krishna Sundarba. <laughs> That's true. But there's a verse that he writes, I believe, at the conclusion of his commentary on Ujjwal Nilmani. And there he says, some of the things I've written here are my opinion, and some of the things I've written here are the are to um, tender to the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. With this one verse, then... Vishwana Chakuri Thakur is taking this one verse that said, at the very beginning of Ujjvalamani, the first verse, he says, Some people think this about Rupa Jiva Goswami didn't accept Parakya, but here's this verse, and this is what it means. And then he goes, this is, this is why there has to be Parakya. He shows all the reasons why there has to be Parakya. Hmm. Um, so, you know, in a similar way, Sri Dharmar said, Prabhupada is in Sakirasa. But, hmm. In other places, he said, well, maybe he's in Madhuri Rasa and he's covered as Sakurasa for other people. But that's not his opinion. Hmm. People needed to be appeased, so he tried to appease them. Hmm. Jiva Goswami did it. So this was the beginning of the Sampradaya, the founding of the Sampradaya. And uh, this parakya may be a little hard to digest for these morally upright Persons of 500 years ago in India, and that the god is an adulterer, you know. Of course, he is in the Prakat Leela, but if they feel good enough. If it's not in the unmanifest Leela, then okay, everything's all right. Uh, this is a flawed world anyway, so, you know, you can expect something like that here. It's hard for us to, you know, fathom how they could, you know, get it. Uh, it's very hard, but we weren't there, and we're not them, and, and they were, there was some people that, and he was. Well, he's a harmonizer. He was the, he was the Shiksha Guru of all the Gaudi and Ori and Vaishnavas, followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So mm, he, he, he wrote in this way, hmm, trying to somehow, you know, I don't know what, <laughs> include them or, you know, if you're, if you're going to form a Sampradaya, you need, you know, you need some support people on the ground. So 
He didn't want an, he didn't want an enemy. They were close enough. So, and even though they were they're a million miles away, if there's no parky, which is the essence of Gopi Vaishnavism, but still, apparently in other ways, they could accept. Group could flourish. So it's some kind of um, preaching strategy. Hmm, obviously, this was accepted by all Gaudiya Vaishnavas. This is Jiva Goswami's preaching strategy. And then, of course, you take it further and you say, well, actually, they are married again. Actually, they are Swakiya, as I began earlier. Hmm? It's an illusion of Parakiya. Everybody belongs to Krishna. Everybody wants Radha to be with Krishna. She's not with anybody else. Hmm? But there's an illusion. So you can say that, you know, that he seems to have compromised, but you could say, well, this is the Siddhanta part of it. The Siddhanta is they're actually together. So don't think otherwise. But in Baba, they're not. Hmm? So there really, really is no parakia. How's that? There really is no parakia. If you want to weigh in on the tattva, hmm? who wants to stay there? Hmm? Krishna really is the supreme personality of God. I mean, he really is. But he's just playing as if he's the son of Mother Yasoda. But he really is the son of Mother Yasoda in his own mind. Hmm? More than he is God. So it's just like, I know Guru Maharaj, but this is it. I know that's the truth, but I feel like this. So what can be done? Hmm? I know, we all, you know, there's no one, everyone belongs to me, I know that, but I'm tired of that, so I want to feel like otherwise. This is, this is the Braj Leela. Hmm? It creates, creates an intrigue and so forth. So, so the bhava of parakya is a spiritual illusion. You could say it's not the tattva. But because the bhava, the illusion of parakya, gives so much pleasure to Krishna, it's the highest dharma because sansidir haditoshanam. The measure of dharma is that by the extent to which something, any activity, pleases Krishna. This gives you the most pleasure. So it's the highest expression of dharma. It's the right thing, in other words. <laughs> so, all right. What's the time? We we'll stop there. Shri Shri Gaurada Madhava ki jai, Gauri Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai, Gaur Bhaktavinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande.